Welcome to Growth Mindset Moment, a Rug Radio production. We are all about self-leadership through mental, physical, and spiritual well-being methods to maximize our daily potential. Owning our behaviors while supporting our friends, how much more Web3 does it get? If there's a hack, habit, or protocol, we are talking about it. Thank you for joining the self-leadership movement today. I'm your host, Ron Jordan, a.k.a. Rosinante. I am family first, always. I'm the host of STARS Podcast, co-founder of NF Daddy's Web3 company, ultra endurance athlete, self-defense junkie with a purple belt in jujitsu, and a second degree black belt in Krav Maga, with a professional resume spanning over 10 years in high voltage electrical sales. I'm joined tonight by my co-host Alyssa Jordan, aka Schmooper Girl, where she holds the title of Web3 Standards Engineer, among others. Her resume spans over 15 years in corporate compliance while recently diving headfirst into the tech startup world. Some of you may know her as the voice for vaginas empowering women in Web3, or in NFT events like Miami NFT Week, NFT VIP, NFT NYC, talking about standards and Web3 blockchain. The show format is we have a 15 to 20 minute conversation about growth mindset topic of the week, or a follow-up with a guest of the week from the podcast where you can watch at thestarspodcast.com or anywhere you download your podcast from. At some point throughout the show, you'll receive your POAP link from Schmooper. If you're not following her, make sure you are so she can DM you. Last two minutes or so, we'll be promoting our friends' Twitter spaces or other topics going on inside of the growth mindset. If something calls you and you want to weigh in, you can always click the request button on the bottom left of your phone screen and we'll bring you up so you can join the conversation. Let's get into it. Yo, welcome to the show, everybody. Tuesday Live Crew, what's going on? So pumped to see you all. And um, um, yeah, go for it. Just some, just as a matter of housekeeping, again, if you want the POAP, shoot me a DM and I'll send you a POAP link. And also, if you're not comfortable coming up on stage, because um, actually, is this one recorded, Ron? It doesn't look like it is. So I am recording it. I'm just doing it through the roadcaster. All right, so we just want to make sure everyone knows this is a recorded space. So if you're not coming up, um, you might want to put that in our top portion, by the way. Um, but if, you, if you're not comfortable coming up on stage because it's a recorded space, if you want to interact with us, ask a question, leave a comment. You can also use a little conversation bubble in the bottom right-hand side, and we'll engage with you there. Um, not everybody's comfortable. Not everybody, you know, some people don't have, have limitations and we want to be respectful and mindful of that. So if you, as an alternative way to engage with us up on stage is to go ahead and leave uh, comments down in the bottom right-hand corner. Awesome. I am going to put the legal disclaimer in the crow's nest. Give me one second. Because the lawyer told us to do this. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's oh, a legal, yeah. it's a legal um, wiretapping listen. if I don't do it. Yeah. Uh, it's not a legal wiretapping. It's just like you can't really do much with the uh, with the recording. If you don't tell people they're being recorded, it's kind of rude. But it's recorded that I told them it's recorded. So, but as long as you tell them it's recorded and they know it's recorded and we remind <laughs> them it's recorded, then it's okay. That's... Welcome to the conversation between Rosinante and Schmooper Girl. Hello. Hey, if yeah, uh, this is this is like a, a, a day in the life of us. Yeah, so, for sure. Again, if you want the POAP. Hit me up with a DM and I'll get you a PO app. But um, yeah, let's let's get into it. Can we can let's we start it into... off with a scavenger hunt? What were what were the differences in last week's intro versus this week's intro? Because <laughs> there were three. If you were listening closely, 
Well, I mean, feel free you're to put your guesses. You're going to have to re-record that. Feel free to put your guesses. You're going to have to re-record right. it. I noticed. I noticed a couple of things that you're going to have to re-record, but that's okay because you had to re-record it again, and we've had to re-record this a few times. Um, <laughs> For but sure. yeah, I'm curious. Um, I'm curious if anyone kind of noticed anything different about tonight um, in the intro or if you're looking at the PO app, anything different you might be observing. Just curious. Um, if you notice, uh, I didn't see any comments down below. Well, let's just start with the story. How about oh, if we do that? How about yeah. we just start? Let's start with the story, with story about us returning back from dinner. What was that? Saturday after a day of searching for... Oh my, what were we? A bathroom vanity. A bathroom vanity all day. All day we were doing that. Mm -hmm. Man, that was a day. Yes, it was, it was, it was really a day. It was painful. Um, At at one point it was painful because there, there are no vanities in stores. I mean, there are, but not many. No. Yeah. So, I mean, we can talk about our home improvement woes um, separately, but you know, it, we started talking about this show and how we're engaging with rug radio, um, which by the way is going well. Um, in case anybody was wondering, um, we're really happy with how things are going, um, so far. And, you know, we're going to keep pushing through that. So that's not new. We're still rug radio. Um, and happily so, but, um, Ron, I just got to talking about, a couple of other things that are kind of going on um, around us, around the concept of cultural appropriation. And I know this is a touchy subject. I know that this can be, this can be touchy, but you know, when we'll just say this, that I am very vigilant to, um, some things have happened that have caused me to be very vigilant about being mindful about when people who don't belong to a specific culture use terms or references to another culture as a part of something that furthers their, their own interest. And then that for me is what the definition of that term is. I know that it gets used in different ways. I'm not going to argue that with anybody. Um, but it's not, it's not behavior or conduct I'm comfortable with at all. And it's not also anything that Ron's comfortable with. So we try to be mindful, um, a little bit more mindful than the average person, because we just, we want it, we're teaching our kids, you know, to be mindful and we want to be mindful of that too. So, and it can be, it can be tough. It can be tricky. Like you don't realize how many things are kind of like pulled from other cultures that enter end up kind of inappropriately get pulled into the way you use words or phrases or whatever. And I told him in the car when we pulled up, I like, I looked at him and I said, I've been having a hard time getting excited about our Tuesday night show. It's not because I don't love all of you and like engaging with people and, and sharing what we share there was just something about it that kind of was making me feel icky and especially in light of this recent other event that happened. And I said, I, I'm still trying to explore how I feel about this, but I think it's because we have Mecca in our name and I'm not Muslim. And he looked at me like I was crazy, by the way. 
He well, looked at me like I, I was crazy. I wasn't looking at you like you were crazy. It was more like I just got gut punched and a needle in my eye because, you know, when we have been doing this show, it has it has felt great. You know, it's been super awesome to like have our conversations that we've been having and then to come to find out that you you were still having like some hesitation because of the name that to me I was like oh I'm glad that like you were still I'm glad that you were able to tell me that but I I was kind of like oh shit I thought this is one of those times where I thought everything was good and it it really wasn't and that's really I wasn't looking at you like you were crazy it was just more like oh shit it was an oh shit moment it wasn't it wasn't anything more than that yeah well no I meant like well, the crazy came about later because you were like, wait a minute. Um, oh, oh, yeah. After I like yeah. researched it for 13 seconds, because, OK, when you were talking about sometimes there are just terms in our everyday language that we we just come to use. Like we don't even really realize uh, what it's what it's derivative is, like where its origin becomes uh, where it comes from. And, like, when I hear Mecca, I think meeting place. I think, like, I didn't even put two and two together. This is awful, and this is, like, so uncultured of me. But even when you type in Mecca in your phone, it gives you an emoji of the actual architecture that is, that is like, the center of the Muslim religious meeting place where Muhammad was born and, like... I got into like a really deep rabbit hole and like I couldn't believe that despite like my whole growth mindset and I'm always trying to like look into things and I'm always trying to research and become educated. I had no idea. So I immediately freaked out and I was like, we have to change the name. We have to immediately change everything. We have to scrub it. This is like, this is not good. I can't believe we did this. Um, I was like, I could not believe that. I, my behaviors, because I didn't research it, because it was just a term that I've used and that I may have offended somebody as a result of it. And that, that part is the part that gut punched me and that I, I wasn't happy with myself and I had to sit with it for a while. And, and then by a while, he means like 30 minutes, let's be honest. Like it, it really wasn't like a a long exploration for you, but, but it was, was a conversation we had to have. I was very quiet for that 30 minutes. Cause like I was really, yeah, I was really were. And you know, the, the cool part about it is that kind of the way it, and the way another instance that I've recently experienced happened is that we reached out to another person that we collaborate with. And Ron said, listen, we're going to change the name. And we sat here and we were trying to think, what's our new name going to be? And we came up with, we will still want a GMM. Um, it's for the it's culture. It's just a part of habit too. <laughs> it's, it's, but we, so we chose moment and we were like, you know what? That's really what our space is about anyway, is about capturing the moments where we're embracing mindset and really applying it and putting it into action. So we changed it to moment. And when he reached out to this person and said, Hey, listen, we need to change everything up. We're changing everything to growth mindset moment. Their response was, thank you. I practiced this religion for a period of time. And 
it is specific to our religion, even though the the word is used in other ways and has been has been used in the English language in different ways. And I appreciate your mindfulness. And what, listen, I we're not here to get a bunch of hand claps for being mindful, okay? Like that's how we should all be. We should all be mindful. But more what we wanted to make sure we reinforced during this time is Ron has used, before I even came onto the show, Ron was using this for upwards of two years and no one said anything to him about it. It was never really brought up as a concern. It was never brought up as a question. Like, do you associate yourself with with this religion? Like, not for good or bad or whatever. Neutral, just as an inquiry. So what was fascinating to me and what's also reinforcing this other experience I've had is that as we navigate through this world, we kind of expect because of a variety of things. Like I know that there's a lot of people that expect to get called out for things because of call out culture, because of cancel culture, whatever. And that happens. That of course happens. But as we embrace growth mindset and really growing and, and part of that being mindful, we shouldn't have to get called out. And if we do, there's a way to address it, right? We've talked about that the last couple of weeks, but what I what what I have learned over the last couple of weeks is that specifically as mid, as the white people we are, that we navigate this world, and not everyone is going to feel comfortable speaking up about something. Maybe it's not all that wrong, but it's certainly not all that right either. And not everyone is going to feel comfortable speaking up and saying, "Hey, have you considered?" an adjustment here. But when you ask for the feedback, when you open yourself up to it and you ask the questions, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, I'm thinking about this. And while it's not your responsibility to educate me on this, I'm open to this feedback and would love to get your perspective. You get some really candid feedback that you have to be willing to accept and then do something about. And the thing that I'm proudest of about Ron receiving this from me, because this was a quick, hard conversation. It was hard for me to even say, because I was like, holy shit, you named this. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Like, it's not this, but like, I'm feeling weird about it now. I Like, it's really, it's bothering me, whatever, was that the immediate feeling that we had about this was really shame. Like, how could we as these like white people walking around just use a term and just like flip it? Like we were so like, we didn't research it. We didn't do like whatever. And instead of sitting in this shame about it, we were like, we're really sorry. And now we're going to fix it. So really the, the platform for what this space, tonight's space was going to be is kicking off growth mindset moment. Um, Everything stays the same. We're just changing the name. Um, But really using this opportunity and, and engaging with all of you to share with you this very real journey and what it looked like for us without the expectation of a round of applause. We don't expect any of that, okay? But 
there's many times all of us are put in these positions of having to think about whether or not something we have said, done, or has offended someone from another culture, our race, religion, um, gender identity, whatever. And a lot of the times, instead of just apologizing and fix it, we get caught up in trying to defend ourselves. And by justifying our intentions, instead of just apologizing and fixing it and learning from it and being more mindful moving forward. Um, I'll tell you this, in the instances that I'm referring to, including this, intentions don't really matter if you've, if you've offended somebody. I don't think most people approach that as like you're intending to be offensive. But if if you are in fact offensive, if you have in fact um crossed the line, you have to fix it. So that's 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 what we're doing. Yeah, and honestly, whenever I initially thought about this, it it really it it struck me in a way that I wasn't expecting it to. First I was just like you're right. I I felt like a little bit of shame that I did it. I felt like I offended you in particular, which was like super not cool for me. And then then I sat on it and whenever we decided that okay, well, this is the line in the sand and we opened ourselves up to feedback, that's the part to me that I was like, wow. Once we actually asked for it, we got it back and it was super authentic and it was actually really well received that we would even think about it that way. And yeah, I, I've been using I've been using the damn term for two years. And nobody has said anything, which is like, I mean, not to like fault anybody whatsoever. It's just like it's it just happened. But I think the message to really send home, and this is actually something that we talked about in our podcast podcast recording on Sunday that's gonna be coming out soon with uh, with Buzzard was you know, whenever we make mistakes, we end up sitting in this like shame cycle where we're like, oh my God, I, and this is where I went. And I'm glad that I sort of had this in my back pocket of the whole shame thing just because of Brene Brown and what we've, what we've learned from like her whole entire teaching is like, I knew that the feeling I was feeling was because I made a mistake. Like I truly in the, my heart of hearts knew that it, it was a mistake after it was brought to my attention. And then I was like, okay, well, now it wasn't even like I was trying to justify anything. I just I wanted to research where it was from, and um, I, I went down that educational side. And I and this is why I think you should do your research about whatever your your topic is. If you if it's brought to your attention, like trust but verify type of mentality is where I was at. I wasn't trying to like research it to be like, well, is it okay? If it's like. If it's not okay, it's just not okay. If there's no real gray area there. And then like literally as soon as you type in Mecca and you look at the Wikipedia, I was just like, holy shit, there's no way we could keep this name. There, there's like no way. And then even even like in that research, we, we started to see like, well, you know, you can use it because uh, it's actually originates from here and you know, it, it was actually adopted by the the Muslim culture and they created this Mecca. And I was like, nope, nope, I'm not even going down that road. I'm not a part of that religion. I shouldn't be even using it. Um, and like literally whenever I started to to like research it as I'm researching it, what pops up whenever I type in Mecca is that damn emoji. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can't even it was like staring me right in the face. 
But I was immediately in the mode of I <clears throat> I'm of the mode that I don't really think that brands. How do I want to say this? Like you're the name of something really doesn't matter. It's about the substance of it. So like the substance of what we're doing is not going to change. Like it's still growth mindset and it's all of that. Um, and if you have to change your name, you change your name. Like people will, will understand and, and it doesn't really matter at that point um, to, to me. Like, like if you were to think like if Nike changed their name tomorrow, do you think like it would it would make any difference whatsoever? It's once you establish this brand, and I think that this is more like of the macro side, if you're looking from a business point of view, I think once you establish a community and you establish your brand and your identity as a brand, the name sort of, I don't know, I don't know that it matters so much uh, in, in that way. And that's the that was the thing to me where I was like, okay, let's change the name. Who really cares? I do want to keep the same like acronym GMM just because I, I thought it was cool. And it's sort of with the web three culture and just to like give you guys like the, the round table that we were in, that was the conversation we were having. And then here's the other part of it too. So there's some things that we're doing over at rug radio to optimize like our, our views and to optimize our, um, our podcast and things like that. And there's this tool called Tubi. I don't know if anybody's ever used it before. I uh, highly suggest that you look into it. It is uh, basically a, a web plugin that you can use, and you can type in, like, if, for example, if you wanted to use for a smaller channel something like Growth Mindset, you probably wouldn't end up on, like, the first couple pages of Growth Mindset. However, if you use Growth Mindset moment it's interesting because it's actually it puts you in the same category as growth mindset but it's for a smaller channel it actually is better for you to use use the growth mindset moment versus just growth mindset and that was something that was interesting to me because we didn't even look at that before we made the decision so there's this uh there's like a Whatever you're using the tool itself, and again, this is called Tubi, not sponsored, but if you're using it uh, like for YouTube or you're using it for Twitter or any of these things, Instagram too, like there's optimization for all of it to kind of hack into the algorithm is there is you put in the keywords and then it tells you how like um, competitive the the name is and then how many people actually search for that that type of genre. And we actually hit low, it's low comp competition, high research. So it's all green. So I'm thinking like, holy crap, like we just might have stumbled onto something just by opening ourselves up to feedback and being, being open to this option to change the name, keep the show and all of it. And like, I was just, everything that happened after we just adopted hey, this is probably not good. It's not a good vibe. It probably isn't like cancelable. And this was like the direct feedback we got was like, hey, it's not like a thing that will like cancel you. But at the same time, it's not a good vibe. And as soon as we like made that shift, these things just kind of like started falling into place. And then it became, uh, then it became ours. You know, it became a, a, a group thing. Like we actually came together we created a new name we create we like we washed out the the hoodie we, like we did like all of the stuff and 
you know, I, I feel so much better about it, especially because we did it together. Um, it was part of the growth mindset. Like these are the, these are the principles that we live by. And I wasn't even thinking of it from that point of view it was like, Oh my God, it's growth mindset. So we need to change the name because like, what, who are we? It was, it wasn't even from that Avenue. It was really because I was like, Oh shit, I screwed this up. We need to fix it. Like, that's it. it if we're out here, like culturally appropriating, like I'm not cool with that at all. And uh, I'm just super happy about the move. I'm, I'm happy that we did it together. Um, I'm happy that we get to share it with you guys as well. And, and also like just share sort of the process that we had to go through, like scrubbing the website. We had to scrub the, the merch shop. Um, we had to tell Rug Radio that we're changing the name, all of that stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm excited for the next chapter. I'm excited for what's happening in 23. Like everything's just moving in the right direction. And uh, of all the times to make it happen, I'm glad it happened now. Yeah, I'll give people an inside tip too. like if you're building a brand or you're building anything that, you know, you're putting multiple sort of social media accounts out there, you're doing, you know, you're making the videos, you're doing all that stuff and you're doing it for the purposes of building a brand or whatever. I'll give you a hot tip take an inventory of every asset you have out there and how it's branded. It's a pain in the ass, but it's the same way you want to like manage your crypto transactions and manage your, your, um, your, your taxes and things like that. Keeping an inventory of your, of your um, branded uh, accounts and places where things are stated will save you. I mean, luckily for us, we're, we're just really not that big and we, we don't have a lot of stuff out there, but, um, especially with the GMM on it, but, um, it's really instrumental. You're, I know we have some entrepreneurs in here that are building, you know, brands and small businesses. You might be listening in and thinking like, you know, you know, you might be doing that. You might have a project you're launching, a business you're starting, whatever, start that inventory now of those of those things and how you're how they're branded so that if you do have to do something um you have to make a change or an adjustment or you just decide to rebrand you have a really great line of sight to all of the things that you have to change um going back and doing that once you're the ship has sailed with your branding um it's substantially harder cuz inevitably you're likely to miss something so the earlier you can do that, the better. And if your ship has already sailed down, down the river, then, you know, back paddle a little bit and get that inventory started. That's just a, a hot, a hot tip from, from me on, uh, on that for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, if we have the opportunity now, it's funny. Um, Ron did design a hoodie um, just so you guys know. So there is a hoodie with cartoon animations of us on it in, in a Shopify. So that's hysterical and also a big deal. Um, and, uh, we did put the, um, rug radio, uh, on there too. And that's why I'm kind of giving Farouk some shit because, um, he doesn't even have anything for rug radio that's branded that way in a hoodie. So we are kind of the first to have created a hoodie with that branding on it. 
So um, we have the hoodies that Farouk doesn't even have. So just so you know. Um, but did sign so, off. So on. that's. But he did. They did sign did off sign on. Off, yeah. but, he, but he did sign off on it. Yeah. Like he knows about it. He just doesn't have it. Um, we'll eagerly anticipate his order in the Shopify store. Um, so that, you know, j- just funny. Um, but, but if yeah, anybody so has any questions, the- like feel free to, to yeah. put them into the chat. Like I'm, we're an open book, as you all know, like we're super humble about whatever, uh, we sort of go through and share that journey with you. And, um, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I feel refreshed about it. I was sort of like, I don't know. I was really dealing with it in a weird way, uh, on Saturday, but it's, it's kind of whatever at this point. And, and I'm, I'm open to any questions and, and whatever you guys have, if you don't want to answer or ask it here, or even in the chat, feel free to DM. Um, yeah, I'm open to talk with, with you about it freely. But now that we're over the heavy stuff, do we want to play a game? Anybody want to play a game tonight? Oh, you're rugging. I actually was talking. That's crazy. Um, I was speaking. That's so nutty. Um, No, what I was going to say is I pinned up into the crow's nest the other update that kind of happened in the intro that Ron has to re-record, by the way. Um, oh yes I, yes um is is that uh ron got uh his was finally um given his jujitsu purple belt last night so like i i don't know may those of you listening may may follow jujitsu but this guy has been a blue belt for like two years and has been working so hard and training so hard i'm gonna tell your story just the high level parts of it. And you can then talk about how happy you are because like he like would have worn it around the house today if he didn't have a work meeting. Um, but you know, he, he, Ron has been like training and goes as often as he can. And he had the opportunity to compete in a jujitsu tournament the week, two weeks ago. And he, in he, as a blue belt, he went in to compete against purple belts, which is the next belt up. Cause he was like, I'm going to show these guys I can do this. Well, when he got there, they didn't have enough for his division. So he ended up in the black and brown belt division. Um, which obviously as you can appreciate is the highest level of competition. So, um, he, he went in and he got third in that tournament and, uh, he hooked a guy, uh, someone uh, brown belt right ron he was a brown belt you hooked a brown belt yeah yeah i actually uh so my first match i went up against a black belt and we you know we slap bumped in and i tried to do a duck under takedown he ended up getting me in a guillotine i kind of did a little sit out and got into i'm talking all types of technical here but this is like going through my yeah head. i know nobody <clears throat> knows what the hell you're talking some, about some okay. people in the crowd actually do and I get this, I get this butterfly hook in, and I actually swept a black belt in a competition, which to me was a huge win. Um, I ended up, he ended up putting me in his guard, and then uh, got me into a triangle. And then once he got me into the triangle, he put me in an armbar, and I had to submit on that one. But then I got to go up against the second match, and then the second match, he was a brown belt. And I hung with them for about two and a half minutes. I did a did a takedown, which I was like pumped about. Uh, I've been doing this arm drag takedown for like six months, and I finally hit it in a tournament uh, to an ankle pick. Got on top, and then I'll tell you, it was like I couldn't believe that I got into the heel hook situation because I was like I said, I was on top. He had a 
a butterfly hook in, and we did like this, it's called a barambolo roll, and I ended up in a position we call honey hole, which is prime for a leg lock, and my coach is just screaming, take it, take it, and I looked, and right there it was, and I, I got him in the heel hook, I reared back, and he tapped, and I was like, holy shit, I just heel hooked a brown belt, and uh, yeah, so that was two weeks ago, and then last night, out of nowhere, uh, we did belt promotions, and I was the first one to get the purple belt. I was, like, super pumped up about it, and yeah, I, I did. I wore it all all night last night. <laughs> So yeah, very so, so that's another that's another fun fun thing to celebrate for Ron. Um, very 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 cool. Um, so yeah, if uh, again if you're here and I haven't, um, I sent some of those that I know love the PO apps already. I sent you a PO app, but if you um, if you haven't got a DM for me and you want a PO app, you just shoot me a DM and I'll send you a PO app. Um, yeah, how do you how do you like the uh, yeah? Thank you, I appreciate that. How do you like whenever you download this Po app now that you have to do the ascending order? Do you, do you enjoy that? What are you talking about the the little game that you have to play on it? Have you seen that yet? I didn't. I didn't have to do that. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe not ours, but some of them you have to play this game where you have to. Uh, oh no no! Hit that's the... that's a that's a way you can set up your Po app so that you don't get farmed. Got so, um, that's the, the part, if you create a PO app and you put that kit, like kind of contingency into it, then you can do that. Um, but not all PO apps are that way. Got it. Got it. Okay. I, I stand corrected. I had to do a couple like that. And, um, I thought that's how it just was. Obviously I don't create the PO apps. I bet you, I bet you VSP is definitely using that method for PO apps because they have so many people who want them. Um, that it's probably kind of slows down the process a bit of yeah, it trying to get does. after them. So that makes it definitely sense. does. And now you have lives. Like there's only, I think eight lives. So people were like just spam clicking their, their phones. Uh, so mm-hmm. they, so now they don't allow that either. So I, I, I was trying to do that today and uh, I, I got timed out because I ran out of lives. <laughs> so I had to go back in and do it again and uh, actually do it properly. Well, before we do our quick this or that to kind of end our our thing tonight, we kind of went heavy at the beginning. And, um, you know, I guess my final thoughts are just like, you know, make yourself open to feedback, make yourself open to to constructive criticism. Um, You may have people around. I'm lucky I have people around around me like he and others and who if they have something constructive to to tell me that's going to help me grow they'll they'll just say it to me they'll give it to me straight um and tell me like hey that's that's fucked up you shouldn't do that whatever and um but not everybody feels comfortable sometimes it's it's a really hard thing to tell somebody that you what you would tell somebody like hey this is like this is like slightly problematic or this is really problematic or this is offensive or like you should probably stop doing this. Um, it's really hard to say that, especially about people who you're close to or that you have to work with on a regular basis. So instead of expecting people to call you out, um, really, really open yourself to that feedback. And 
I I recently saw this. Um, I don't know where I can't remember where I saw it this week, but I've been really employing it with my even my own work product um, as I'm like drafting agreements and you know memorandums and things like that. Um, it's you know I don't want people to give me feedback and tell me everything's great. I want when I put something out there, I want you to throw spears at it. And the reason why is if you're throwing spears at it, the end result I have is going to be stronger. It's going to be fortified. It's going to be better quality. And I think that as we grow, if we put ourselves out there as being open to wanting to have something that's the best it can be, like what does great look like? And it looks great looks like what okay looked like before it had spears thrown at it. So that's sort of my my takeaway, the lesson that I've learned from from this experience. And and I'm really I'm I'm really grateful uh for the feedback. I'm grateful for the people who speak up and um who provide the feedback because it's a it's sometimes a part of like building a trust relationship to be able to to know that the person you're giving that feedback to will receive it okay and also know do something about it. So um, that's sort of where my encouragement is on that. Yeah, I'll tell you this. If you would have probably given me that feedback uh, a year and a half ago, it probably wouldn't have received it as well as I did this time. <laughs> I know that for, for a fact. Um, and I'm, I was just like, I was glad that you felt comfortable enough to come to me with it and actually say something and, um, allow that to kind of I'm glad that you didn't allow it to fester because whenever we allow that to just continue to happen uh, you sort of I believe that you start to create this resentment and um, then you just don't enjoy whatever it is that you're doing so um, I'm just like I said I'm I feel clean about it I feel happy about it Um, there's some (laughs) there are going to be three hoodies with the wrong letters on it but whatever Um, we'll we'll figure that out and we'll, we'll figure figure an alternative but um anyhow i appreciate you and i appreciate the feedback that everybody gives us and um i'm just glad that we were open to it and we can all move on you ready to play a game now okay anybody else want to pop up feel free uh i'm gonna we're gonna get this this or that going and uh, like I said, we always um, we always get pretty deep into the weeds here, but then we want to end on a, a laughing and smiling and go off into our directions with uh, positive and, and beautiful things going on. So let's get into it. the time you've all been waiting for the growth mindset mecca game this or that everybody get up on the stage and let's get this going all right all right let's go it looks like it's just gonna be you and i this evening so uh let's let's get it going yeah and also we get to add to the list the intro for this or that you have to change it oh yeah yeah. Yeah, that's true. I just it just uh occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you that see what I'm saying about that making didn't make the, the list. It's so important. That didn't make the list. There you go. So we have someone that came up to play this or that with us. Oh, okay. I love this game. 
All right. Awesome. What's up, Adria? Good to see you. You're good. Hey, also, oh, too, here's a, little, here's a little alpha. Uh, Adria is going to be on the podcast. So um, we, we've already recorded that episode. Be on the lookout for that one. She I'm is so a sad spitfire. that I don't get to do that every week. Yeah. That was my favorite thing that I've done in a long time. I genuinely oh, wish I could do that like every single week. That was, it was a lot of fun. I got to be honest. That's, um, we've had two like just absolute fire episodes the last two weeks. So I'm so excited. And guess what? Um, this, I think this Monday, we are interviewing the, oh my goodness, I'm going to butcher his name. It's the gentleman who did the marathon in the metaverse. Are you serious? I yeah. watched that and uh, super, I super massive. I was so in awe. Yeah, I'll actually like I could not do that. Yeah, and he raised like I don't know, it was like ninety thousand dollars or something like that. So yeah, anyhow, uh, there's a bunch of alpha for you guys. All right, so let's play. Hey, what E twenty two? E twenty two. Do you understand E22. that this is recorded? Shh. Okay. All good. <laughs> All right, first question, air guitar or air drums? Air drums. I'm um, drums, too. Guitar. I'm about that guitar, too. Guacamole or salsa? Guacamole. Agreed. Guac. Agreed. I'm a, I'm a salsa guy. I'm a big fan of salsa. Right. Guacamole is extra, just like I me. Mean, <laughs> you you could put the salsa you could put the salsa in the guacamole and just you know have it combined. Yes, have it both ways then. Oh my goodness, yeah. you guys are savages. Passwords or secret handshakes? Secret handshakes. I got to side uh, with that. I like secret the secret handshakes. handshakes. I like secret handshakes, and I actually wish our crypto wallets could be. Um, secured similarly that would make it more entertaining i've never had a secret handshake but that does sound more fun this is a friendship goal for us we shall do it let's do it yeah you guys need a secret handshake a hundred percent as long as they don't get too complicated sometimes they get a little bit ridiculous do you like do you remember uh it was a couple years ago there was a teacher who had a secret handshake for every one of his students i thought it was so impressive anyhow Baby. Oh, yeah, I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. And I'm like, how do you keep 30-some-odd students so you get them all right? But And they were very interesting. Yeah, you're remembering one would be difficult enough. Exactly. All right, babies dressed as animals or animals dressed as babies? Animals dressed as babies. I agree. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I like the animals dressed as babies. I, I, I'm a big fan of that part. Uh, animals doing anything is just great, except attacking us. Uh, sauce on the side or sauce on top? Can I get clarification on what sauce it is? Mm, I don't know if we can do clarifications on this one, just in a generality. Okay, blanket statement on the side so I can put on as much as I want. <laughs> so you want extra sauce i'm a sauce yeah. on the side yeah i gotta have extra i mean let me but i like the clarification like 
if I've had the sauce and I know I like it, then I want it on it and I want it on the side because you're going to get more that way probably, right? But if you just have it on the side, you're probably not going to get as much unless you think you got to guess for more, right? So yeah. I know it on and on the side. If I don't know it, then I, I, that's fair. Like on the side to not ruin it. It's fair. All right. This one's going to be highly contentious. I'm sure of it. Phone in the bathroom or no phone in the bathroom? Okay, full transparency, I am currently soaking my legs, not all of me, but my legs in Epsom salt from a big run today, which would mean my phone is in the bathroom. I mean, we, we know I've, I've, I've had my phone fall off into the shower while I was listening to Clubhouse Rooms in the past, and, and then my, my microphone never quite works the same again. Um, so so we, we know the answer to that question. Everyone takes their phone into the bathroom. I mean, the question is, does everyone sanitize their phone when they use the bathroom? So my question is always, after you use the bathroom and you've been on your phone, do you stop using your phone after you wipe? That's like my big question. Because like... That wasn't a this or that question. I know, but I do have a question. Like, I, I seriously contemplate that, like... You I mean that that's what this that's hence the sanitizing question, right? Yeah, like you gotta I wash your sanitize hands. Sanitize my phone all the time. Nice. Yeah. See, I like that move. Like I'm a nut about it. That's a good move. It's yeah, good like move. there's gonna be like a there's gonna be like a nightline expose or today show thing on how disgusting I know they've done it of how disgusting people's phones are. Like people you go like I don't know. I, you see these girls who go out to bars. We live in a college town and they all take their phones in the bathroom and they set it down on like the back of the toilet, on the toilet paper holder, like while they're in the bathroom. And then, you know, they're, and they're like drinking and they go out and then they wash their hands, but then their phones all up in their face and stuff like, ew, ew. Yep. And everybody's ugh. It's too much. It's too much. All right. Last question of the night. And no clarifications on this one. Zombies or vampires? Yes. No. Um, I'm okay. So I have an affinity for zombies because they love brains and I love brains too. Um, they like to eat them. I just like to hang out with them. Um, but if we're talking about like what's sexier, definitely a vampire. So, like, I'm just saying, like, I don't want to hang out with a vampire because they want to eat me. Um, also, probably don't want to hang out with a zombie either because they want to eat me. Um, but if I had to choose which one I'm hanging out with, it's probably going to be a vampire. I mean, I'm going to keep it PG and not comment on what you just said. But I will say that if we're talking about the sexy aspect, then, then sure, vampire. Yeah, I think vampires are cooler. Um, but given that every race I run, I tend to turn into a zombie anyway. I feel like I identify with them. Um, so I identify as a cool zombie. So that's why I'm saying yes, both. They're both kind of cool in like a weird, creepy kind of way. I love it. I love it so much. I'm going vampire just because zombies like freak me out a lot. Um, thank you, Hollywood, for ruining all of that for me. Uh, thank you guys so Whoa, much. But wait, so oh, like, go ahead. I started running. I started running recently. I'm going to add a, one piece of commentary on this where you just like pulled the plug. I started running recently, and I can tell you that if it's 
if it's who's chasing me, I'd rather be a zombie because they're slower and I'm slow as fuck right now. I don't want a fast ass vampire coming after me. So I'd rather have a zombie chasing me. Well, also keep in mind, you don't have to beat the zombie. You just have to beat the person behind you. Well, there you go. If the zombie gets the guy behind you, you're good. Unless there's a lot of zombies. You know what I'm saying? If there's a lot of zombies, you still got to run. You got to run it. So I like that move. I like that move. So if it's uh, if a chase situation, zombies, because obviously vampires, they're super fast. They can fly. Yeah. Yeah. Any credible <laughs> vampire is going to have the, the gift of speed regardless. So, I mean, bats are really fast, whatever. And I'm just going to add this too. There is a Instagram reel or a TikTok video, one of the two, where someone recorded bats. Um, but they turned the video right side up. So it looks like the bats are like standing up. Oh, I've and seen they this. Look it's like, so good. They look like they're like vibing at a club and it is like everything. So if you can find that, I heard you need to laugh. Check that out. Yes. Also, I'm going to second that. And uh, I, I actually watched that a bunch of times. It's it's great. You can dub any any music onto it and it's it's it stands. It stands 100 <laughs> percent. So, all right. Anything else anybody wants to add before we shut her down? All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. You know where to find us. Check us out over at the starspodcast.com. Take care. Enjoy the journey.